Welcome, Mama. You've got your hands full, I know. As a mama for myself, I can relate to the exhausting days of motherhood with wiping messy faces, correcting attitudes, and picking up those countless piles of laundry. But I have found that if we search deeply and open our hearts, we can experience motherhood in a whole new light. By applying biblical principles, we can have joy, we can have peace, and we can have purpose in motherhood. Join me weekly for a little spiritual water for your weary soul. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Purpose of Motherhood podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It means the world to me. I'm Ashley Caston, and we are going to talk about declaring scriptures over your kids tonight. I'm excited about that. But first, a little update. Most of you know that we were in Florida last week for my sister's wedding. And let me just tell you, we had the most amazing time. It really was such a fun week with family. We ended up staying with my parents for a couple of the days. And then um, then we all drove out to Sandestin, Florida. If you haven't been there before, oh my goodness, it is probably my all-time favorite beach. After being there, I'm like, how am I ever going to go to another beach again? (laughs) Because the sand was so powdery soft and white and the water was just sparkling. It was just gorgeous. It had this like green-blue tint to it and you could see through it. I mean, you could see like your feet in the water and there was a nice breeze the whole time. It was just perfect. Oh my goodness. So, um, and then my sister had her wedding there, which was super swanky. It was like a black tie event and the girls were all flower girls in it, except for Finley. And so they had these, um, gold sparkly dresses and they just felt like princesses. It was just a wonderful time. Um, but now we are exhausted. (laughs) I got back and I don't know if you feel this way, but whenever we come back from vacation, I, always feel like it's going to take me weeks to catch up on the laundry and grocery shopping and cleaning and all the things that then have to happen. It's like, and I almost need just like, I don't know, a week of just quiet just to feel normal again. (laughs) I mean, not really, not that long, but at least a couple days where we don't have anything because after going and going and going like that, I have got to just like have nothing. So Anyways, but it's good to be back, and I'm thankful to be here with you again. So my voice is a little uh, scratchy. I've just been fighting off just a little bit of a cold the last few days because of not getting much sleep while we were on vacation and staying up late and, you know, just all the different things. And so um, normally I can uh, take take my vitamins and stuff and be fine. But anyway, so I feel fine, but my voice is just a little weak. So, all right, well, let's talk about... um, declaring scriptures over your kids. So this started for me when my husband and I were first married and we had been kind of going through just a really tough season and we were kind of coming out of it and the Lord was teaching me a lot about prayer and how to come to him with anything, any kind of thing that I was going through and how to listen for his um, guidance. And he was really showing me how to use the word. And you know, I've heard people argue before about, you know, using scripture to declare things. Um, and, you know, one thing people will say is that, well, nowhere in scripture does God say you should use my word to declare it over your life, right? 
Um, but here is, here's my comeback to that is that you cannot possibly tell me that using God's word, his active and living word, which we know is God breathed and useful for us. You cannot tell me that there is not purpose in speaking that over our lives. You know, we live in a society that talks so much about self affirmations. And so, um, why would we not want to be taking his word and speaking it over our lives, his truth, his word that cannot change, right? His promises and speaking it over our lives. There is absolutely no harm in that. So, um, I could get on a soapbox about that for a while, but I won't because I think that you probably agree with that too, that, um, using his word to speak over our lives is just always a fruitful and, um, good, good thing. So, Anyway, so the Lord was kind of showing me verses to start declaring over my marriage and over um, just, you know, our lives. And I remember a specific time where I was praying about some conflict that we were having. We would have these arguments when we were first married, which we were fighting unfairly. And now we've learned how to fight fairly and how to, you know, serve the other one in the conversation and think of their needs before our own. But at this point, we had not learned that yet. And so we would have these really hostile arguments and just, you know, yelling and name calling, whatever, you know, just putting it all very, very immature fights. And the Lord was really starting to change my heart in this. And I knew that if I was going to see a change in him too, in my husband, I couldn't do it by nagging or by trying to, you know, be the Holy Spirit for him and trying to speak to him. I had to do it through going to the Lord and saying, God, what can I pray for him? Show me what verses I can declare over him and what specifically I can pray for, pray against. Let me pray on his behalf and serve him in this way rather than trying to change him from my own will and my own desires. And the Lord gave me a very specific verse to start praying over him with. And so I marked it in my Bible with a little sticky note and I would go to it every day and I would pray it over him. And this probably went on for months. And one day I came to my Bible and I opened it up, opened it up just like I always did. And the sticky note fell out and I, I think the Bible fell out of my hand probably is what happened because the sticky note fell out and the Bible was shut and I was like, oh man, where was that verse at? You know, I couldn't remember what chapter it was in because I really didn't pay attention to that. I just would always flip it open and then read it. And, um... I felt like in that moment, the Lord said, it is like, it's done. That, that word that I had declared that he had showed me and he had used that it had served its purpose. And I am not kidding you when I say on that very day, all of a sudden there was a 180 switch in my husband, a flip. And the way that we communicated and argued from that day forward was never the same. Now, of course that wasn't um, it wasn't perfect and it's, I mean, it still isn't perfect, right? Like we're always learning, but there was a huge change and we had never again to this day gone back to that place where we were. And that to me really gave me a taste for what his word can do in our lives. His living active word, which um, cuts to our hearts. The, the word says that it is living and active and cuts between the the soul and the uh, spirit between bone and the marrow, it, it challenges us, it changes us, and it is useful. And so when I saw how it worked in my marriage, 
when it came time to have kids, I knew that this was something I wanted to apply to them too. I wanted to be able to use the word to speak life into them and over them. And so one thing that we have started doing now is we've started uh, speaking scripture over them when we put them to bed at night. And this is the one that we use almost nightly. And it comes from Psalms 1. You can totally steal this. And I put their name in it. There's so much power in putting the person's name in that verse. I do this all the time. If I get a specific verse that the Lord gives me for someone or a situation, I will put that their name into it. So I'm actually speaking their name. So it looks like this. When I put my kids to bed, whoever I'm praying over first, I'll say, you know, blessed is Paisley, who does not walk among the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but her delight is in the law of the Lord and on his law she meditates day and night. She is like a tree planted by the stream of living water who bears her fruit in season and whose leaf doesn't wither. Whatever Paisley does prospers. And we say this every night. And so my kids know it by heart now too. And they'll say it along with me, which is really sweet, especially hearing the three-year-old say it with their cute little words. I actually should record it. That's probably one of those things that I'll want to have to, you know, listen back to. Um, so what am I doing when I do that? That could kind of seem like a, just a ritualistic thing to do, right? But the Bible tells us that life and death are in the power of the tongue. And so we know that we have a choice to make with our tongue. We can either choose to breathe life with it or we can choose to bring death with it. When we start to speak God's word over our children, we're choosing to bring life with our tongue. We're actually creating something. When we speak that truth over our children, we are actually breathing life into them. We're exhorting them. We are pulling them up. We are encouraging them, equipping them. So it's creating something in them that we can't see with our natural eyes. When we say to them that you are fearfully and wonderfully made, we are speaking life into them. We're breathing it into them, into their self-image, um, into who they are in Christ. We're building that up with our, we're building them up with our tongue. So this is something that we can all start to do with our kids to um, begin to equip them and exhort them and use the word as a weapon against the enemy over their lives. One of the best things that you can do for your children is to pray over them and speak the word over them. Do both, right? Because they both are weapons against the enemy and really both, I mean, they're kind of one and the same when you're praying and speaking the word over them. Um, and when we, when we see, especially when you see something in your kids. So for example, if you have a kid who has insecurities We'll start finding verses. Ask the Lord to show you verses that apply to your children that you can begin to say. So maybe it is that they are fearfully and wonderfully made. What a great thing to be affirming them with, to be saying, you know what God says about you? He says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Write it on the mirror so when they come in their bathroom in the morning, they see that they're fearfully and wonderfully made. Speak it over them at night before they go to bed, in the car, wherever you're at. Start getting those verses in them. The other thing that it does is that it teaches them those verses. Then they begin to catch on to them and say, you know, oh, I remember that voice. We always do verses through song in our house, which I've talked about this before. Um, but I, I mean, even for me, it's easier for me to remember verses if I have a song to remember. So that's one way that we memorize scripture in our house. 
is through songs. And I usually just make up something like I'll take old McDonald and, you know, put the words of um, a scripture verse to that and we'll just memorize it that way. Or sometimes I might look on YouTube and see if there's a song or in Seeds Family Worship. But um, I I like doing that because it gives them kind of that rhythmic and um, sound and the melody to it. So it's easier for them to remember. But the more that you say it, like when we do Psalms 1 at night before bed, that's not to a song. But because we've said it so many times, it becomes part of their life. And they're going to remember that growing up. I mean, how cool as an adult to hear a verse and go, oh, I remember that verse. My mom used to say that over us every single night. And then to understand, wow, my mom used to say this over me every single night. Look at what this verse says. Look at what she was speaking over me and what she knew God was saying about me. That speaks a lot to us, right? I still remember verses that my mom taught me growing up that are huge and very impactful in my life. The way that my mom taught me to come against fear or um, how to, you know, just really just how to use the word as a weapon. That was a huge thing that my mom taught me. And so the more that we do that with the kids, with our kids, the more that they will become confident in his word and um, confident in what it was created to do. Okay, so what I want to do now is give you some specific verses that you can begin declaring over your kids. Of course, always go back to the words yourself and use the Holy Spirit as your guide and see what he shows you for your own children. But these are some good ones to kind of get you started. So I got some verses. I tried to find some for just general kind of declarations and then some more specific ones too. So here's um, just a good kind of general one. That's from Psalms 4.3, and it says, But know that the Lord has set apart for himself him who is godly. The Lord will hear when I call to him. So you'd put your kid's name in that and say, But know that the Lord has set apart, put in your child's name, for himself, um, him who is godly. The Lord will hear my child when I call to him. Then there's Psalm 145.4 that says, One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. So you could say there, my children shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. That's speaking over them that they will be um, people that declare the works of the Lord. Nehemiah 2.8 is another great one. And the king granted them to me according to the good hand of my God upon me. So you could say, and the king granted them to my child according to the good hand of the Lord upon my child, right? You're, you're claiming that the, the good hand of the Lord is on, upon your children. So you could say that to them, that thank you, God, that the good Lord, the good hand of the Lord is upon, put your child's name in there. Isaiah 44, 3, for I will pour water on him who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. So that's a great one for um, just general blessing and the Lord's Spirit being upon your children, talking about generational blessing and um, generations serving the Lord. So put your children's name in that one too. Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Ah, what a beautiful one to declare over your children to hear them say that. 
as you put their names in there. Blessed is Paisley, whose hunger and thirst for righteousness, um, or who hungers and thirsts for righteousness, for she shall be filled. What power in that, right? Hearing about the Lord uh, filling her and for that hunger of righteousness. I love that one. Okay, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. A lot of us probably already know that or heard it at some point. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, or some versions say, for I know the plans I have for you. Says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. So, uh, Psalm thirty seven twenty three. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Um, that's a great one. If your kids are maybe a little bit older and are getting concerned with certain things and making the right choice, that's a great one to say, well, you know what? Your steps are ordered by the Lord and he delights in your way. So there is no, no, take the stress off, right? Of, oh, am I making the right choice? Even as adults, we need to hear that, right? Um, here's a kind of more specific one. This one's for fear. Second Timothy 1, 7, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So if your kids are having night terrors, nightmares at night, which um, I will absolutely at one point, I'm going to make a note to myself, do a whole podcast on that, just on nightmares, because that's a big thing that kids struggle with. And there are some really practical things that you can do as a parent to um, cover your children before they sleep at night. Um, just in cover them like in the spirit realm from uh, attacks of the enemy in their dreams. But um, this is a great verse for God gives a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. So you can speak it directly to them and you could look at them and say, you know, well, Joshua, whatever their name is, God gave you a spirit, not a spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control and have them say it too. Ephesians four thirty one. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. If you have a child that gets very um, angry and maybe has outbursts a lot, put their name in it and start saying all bitterness, wrath, wrath and anger and clamor and slander are put away from my child along with every form of malice. Say that one over and over again. Um, and here's one more, Psalm 55, 22, and this one is for maybe a child who worries a lot or is who maybe has just a lot of sadness, um, like any kind of heavy weight on them. Uh, Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Um, the great one to have them memorize and to be able to declare it themselves. So um, hopefully that was kind of just a helpful general list, but again, you have got to go to the words yourself and use the Holy Spirit. Ask him to show you because he will. He has for me time and time again, and I'm confident that he will do the same for you. And what will happen when you partner with the Lord and you use his word, you will begin to see change in your children's lives and in your own lives like no other. And you will begin to see the power of the word in true form right before your own eyes. Let's pray now together. Lord, I thank you for the plans that you have for every family, for all of our children, and that we can use your word to count on, that we can trust in the truth of your word, and that we can use it to speak life into our children. I pray that you would speak to every mother, that you would begin to give her clear 
uh, confirmations in your word of things to begin to praying over and for her children. I pray that you would give her confidence in that and that she would begin to see the power of your word unfold in her own life. We love you, Lord, and we lift up your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.